Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast exclusively dedicated to helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. Not an accident. It's something you build by connecting with who you really are and then serving with those gifts and talents. Today, I have a couple of really special guests. I have Ben and I have James, and I know that these two guys are about adding good to the world. So the first thing I want to do uh, is welcome you to the show. Welcome to the show, fellas. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, I... I gave a definition, ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy created by serving with your divine gifts. Uh, Ben, how would you define your ultimate life? I think your ultimate life really is releasing all that stuff that holds you back from it and just accepting that life is supposed to be good and just living with it, going with it, you know, going with it and just experiencing it. And as you say, sharing your, your just your natural God-given gifts with the world. I mean, what could be better, right? Well, a lot of people think other things are better, and that's why we're doing this. James, how would you define an ultimate life for you? Yeah, uh, a life centered around one word, truth, truth. And, uh, you know, understanding that no one is given a playbook on how to live this life. Uh, You know, the rules have to come within to honor what what needs to show up for uh, for each of us to live a happy, joyful life. And it's different for all of us, but we need to find out what that is. It's not a cookie cutter approach. I love that. And so one of the things we see a lot on, uh, you know, on the internet and on advertising is, you know, life of your dreams and you can do what you love and the money will follow. And you hear all that kind of stuff. And part of, you know, what, what each of you just said meant that you can live a life centered around that. But what I, what I want to ask you specifically, and James, I'll start with you this time. Do you think the idea of living that life of your dreams is a real possibility or is it just hype? (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's, it's a possibility provided that you strip away all the external BS that's out there and, and truly live from your internal compass of what fills your cup and honors who you are. That's, that's, that's the secret magic pill. If there is such a thing, most of us live externally validation, success, things that bring us happiness when everything truly the, the dream is being connected to what, what lights our fire inside. You know, when I ask you, uh, Ben, I'll get to your answer in just a second. I ask you about life, you know, ultimate life. And the first word that came out of your mouth is truth. And that's good. And I love truth. I did a whole episode on that, I think, on what it means and everything. Tell me more about stripping away the BS in terms of living that life of real fulfillment and joy that isn't 
well, I'll have this and that, and then I'll be cool, but is more centered around what's, what comes out of within you. Talk a little bit more about that, please. Yeah. You know, I think all of us, uh, we all have a common denominator, uh, in that we were all children once adults were all children once. And when we were children, we all had this Beethoven ability to, to create our masterpiece, our own ode to joy, which was wonder, dream, belief, play. Soon as we walk through the door of adulthood, we start living for external. We start getting stuff, either telling us to buy this, do this, save money, get married by this age, have 2.3 kids, whatever it is. And we start stepping away from living within that creative, truthful spark of our essence. And I think uh, the work that Ben and I do in the world is we strip that away. We start working with, with men and young men to, to get back to the child within and that essence of really the simplistic approach to what do we want? What makes us happy? Who are we without all of this noise? Um, I love yeah. the question. Who are we? Ben, I want to get to you. Uh, the back, the question was, you know, we hear all that live life of happiness and joy. Do you think that's really possible or is that just hype? I think it's absolutely possible. And, and I have to say, I, I, I really echo James's sentiments on that because I think it was, he put it very, very well. Like, I mean, as kids, we'd live like that. You know, that's our natural state. I believe that's our natural state. And uh, and really, as James was saying, you know, we just got to, uh, you know, uncover the bullshit and get back to that place where we can just feel the essence of joy without being told what it needs to be or being judged by it or being affirmed by other people's um, opinions of what it means to us. It is personal and and it is what it is, and it's good. And just to own it and be truthful, as James was saying, I think that's the secret sauce. So, uh, Ben, I'm going to ask you the next question first, and that is, we we were born, as both of you have said, with an, an innate sense of wonder and joy and the ability to just live in the moment and do things from that place. Then we grow up and get stupid, and often... Uh, getting back to some level of intelligence, creativity, and playfulness has come at the expense or after an enormous amount of sad experience. In other words, it seems like almost everybody or everybody gets back, if they ever get back to that place, uh, after walking through minefields or battlefields or something. What kinds of things have been um, revelatory, powerful roadblocks, negative things that have showed up on your journey back to innocence, playfulness, and creativity, Ben? Well, I, I would say that, like you were saying, for me, it was just basically um, just coming against those obstacles, eventually getting to a point in my life where it's like, you know what? I, I don't care what other people think. I, I got one life to live, and I want to be happy. And it was like walking through a door. It's like, I don't care anymore what you think about me or what the world thinks about me. I got one life and I'm going to live it. And I'm going to be happy and I'm going to smell the roses and I'm going to appreciate things. and I'm going to laugh. And I'm going to smile. And I just made that decision after just bumping my head against the wall. So many ways to try to find happiness instead of just choosing to be happy. 
Uh, James, what are your thoughts about that? What what struggles, barriers, obstacles have have tripped you up or have you had to overcome, get around, dig under, whatever, to get back to your journey at least, or perhaps arrived at the place of simplicity and creativity? Well, if I may, I, I can't speak for everybody. I'll just speak consensus-wise. I do feel that when we make changes like that, when we go through a jungle event, um, the minefield, as you said, however we want to label it, there's always going to be collateral damage. And, and realizing that for me to honor who I am and my big life event, if you will, I knew that there was going to be sorrow. There was going to be sadness and things and, and, and people that I cared about, people that love me. So um, there's no easy way around getting back to the, that Ben said obstacle. We know that we have to go through the obstacle and be mindful that people, you know, emotions are going to get in the way and we have to understand that and, and give ourselves a permission slip. Why do you suppose, James, this is just follow up on that. Why do you suppose we all seem to get to a place where we've either valued external opinions or external validation or something that was given to us externally so highly that getting back almost of necessity causes pain and struggle either for us or others or both? Sure. sure. Well, you know, I, first off, that that's a it's, a it's a loaded question because we're we live in a manipulated world. Like we're we're force fed everything, right? As soon yeah. as we're we're old enough to pee for ourselves, we're basically told what to do. <laughs> so, and 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 what happiness should be. And when when we start to uh, assimilate that and 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 then walk in that falsity, if you will. Uh, we have, we get in relationships. We, we build poor relationships with money. We, we do all these things that in order to break free are going to cause pain or it, it, it will, right? Whether it's for you or your, you know, for me and transparency for me, it was, it was a relationship. It was a marriage that I had to walk away from. Mm-hmm. And there were kids involved and a wife, and there was a lot of collateral damage that was unavoidable for me to ultimately stand in my truth um, and and to reacquire my units of happiness. So I understand that. I was married and divorced three times, and it was because I was a disaster as a partner, decades of depression, addictions in and out of rehab, and a bunch of other stuff. But this isn't about my story, because listeners will have known that, and it's in the book, Tightrope of Depression, My Journey from Darkness, Despair, and Death to Light, Love, and Life, for anybody that wants the details. Um, Ben, I want to ask you, you guys are doing good things. Like I was on your podcast and we talked about stuff and uh, I know James, you're doing, you're doing good things. And I use the phrase adding good to the world, which was a conscious choice. Cause you know, we breathe, we add carbon dioxide, but we add something else. So Ben, tell me specifically, this is an opportunity for you to tell us listeners, how are you choosing to add good to the world? I add good to the world. I'm very conscious about it my ability to add good to the world by being happy, by being um, an uplifting 
upbeat, appreciative, loving human being in this world because everybody I meet benefits. Everybody I talk to, everybody I interact with, everybody I, you know, I mean, it just doing that, just making sure that I'm happy and grounded and centered makes me, um, you know, a benefit to the world. I, I feel it. I know it. I don't, I don't downplay it. I believe it's super important. And, and I love that. I love knowing that all I have to do is genuinely be happy, genuinely love others, genuinely appreciate the world I live in and all the people who inhabit it with me. And, and that's enough. Wow, that's a lot. You said happiness, gratitude, love, all of those things are really powerful. James, I want to ask you the same question. What things are you on purpose consciously doing? And it's okay to talk. I mean, that's why I'm asking you. What are you consciously doing to add good to the world? Well, I'm showing up and sharing my story. We all have a story to tell. Everyone has a story. And uh, I've been very blessed to be in a position of of a kind of a very, you know, unique and uh, amazing life tapestry of different things that that I can in turn uh, impart relatability, wisdom, uh, you know, uh, an ear, hold safe space. Uh, and, and my gift is I do that with James Gardner's language and his story. And, and there's people out there that seem to relate to it and, and, find comfort in it, find solace, find inspiration, motivation, um, are willing to challenge their own truth, are willing to challenge the status quo of expectation and, and uh, go into the jungle and, and do the work. And that's, that's the stuff that lights my fire is the people that, that want to reclaim their life, whatever that means to them. So both of you have said some really powerful things about happiness, gratitude, love, telling your story, relating with people that can hear it and understand it and need it, and then helping them make their own difficult choices to to claim the things we talked about to start with. In order to do that, James, what do you do every day to prepare yourself like to be the best of that? You just described who you are. What do you do? to prepare for that every day. Well, Ben and I talk about this a lot with the work that we do, but you know, I, I have a, I have a winning ritual that uh, allows me to, to wake up every day and, and, and create my safe space for myself to anchor, to ground me, to, uh, to engage my creative, um, love, the, the fire that burns within. I have an artistic, uh, spirit and how I show up. And, uh, you know, I, I do the work. First thing I do in the morning is I do the work for myself before I can, I can be of service to others. Uh, and I, and I, I roll that into a health and wellness sandwich of, of, you know, nutrition and mindset. And, and I hit the gym and I'm athletic and I'm fit. And, you know, that's how that's me going to battle. That's the warrior James, the hero that I need to be to be a hero for others. I love that. I was hoping you'd say the words morning ritual and you did because I just did a one hour YouTube video in seven parts that I'm going to post later somewhere on my YouTube channel about what it means, what it is, how to build one, blah, 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 blah. Um, Ben, what do you do every day to prepare yourself to be the grateful, happy, loving person you described? 
Well, I would echo what Jamie said, but for I'll give you today, for example, I woke up like I do all the time, happy to be alive. I chilled out, I relaxed, I listened to the wind, listened to the rain drop. I went out for a nice walk on the beach. I swam in the ocean. I stretched in the plapa, chilling out. I had my coffee. I made myself, I took care, really good care of myself. I went to the gym, rode my bike, had a quick workout. And I felt like I'm so filled up. I'm so filled up that I'm overflowing. And now I can give it to everybody else. And that's basically what I do every day. I love it. So both of you have said your version of how to create yourself and the important principle for all of us and the listeners especially is you don't create the ultimate life however you define it without intentional daily preparation because it's a regularly nurtured activity i know that people who listen to this are going to want to learn more so ben i'm going to start with you how how could someone find you get to know you get to connected or something what's the best way to do that they can go to the goliathfoundation.com. Um, Say that again. The what foundation? The goliathfoundation. Goliathfoundation.com. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the main thing. And then we have the different links from there. So fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, how about you, uh, James? Is that the same thing or is it a different a different way? Yeah, you know, the work that Ben and I do, I'm part of the Goliath with Ben as, as a co-facilitator, the, the work that we do for men, specifically men and young men in the world, goliathfoundation.com. Uh, people can also reach and find me at theherowithin.ca. Uh, and uh, James Gardner, I'm on IG, I'm on Facebook, I'm all over the place. So not too hard to find for sure. Excellent. Well, I, I love I love the work that you do. I love that you're choosing intentionally to add good to the world. And there's certainly a staggering amount of misinformation and stereotyping and negative stuff, both from traumatic upbringings, from force-fed stereotypes and all the rest. It would take me 50 million years to list it all. So I wanna I wanna thank both of you for for sharing your insights your encouragement and the love that you have specifically for men in the goliath foundation but i know for everybody ben thanks for being here today with me you're welcome thanks for having me james thank you for being here also and for sharing uh with folks how to get a hold of you guys Great. Thank you, Kellen. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. So I want you listeners to hear this. Listen to it a couple of times. There's an example of a couple of men who have been through their own sets of difficulty and like all of us have faced a choice. And at that moment of choice, we decide to continue with the status quo or to move forward with sometimes painful change. In fact, I would say always painful change and move forward intentionally to create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.